Hello, fans. Welcome back to the Cody Felger Podcast. Well, it's with heavy hearts that we inform you that Colts quarterback Andrew Luck indeed did retire yesterday from the league. Um, it's very, very sad for Colts fans right now because obviously, you know, we know what Andrew Luck brings and means to this Colts organization. And it's just, it's hard to see a guy, you know, as young as Luck suffer from those injuries from the past, you know, of just you know, getting hit so many times early in his career and it just finally adding up. And, you know, Andrew Lux even was quoted yesterday in his press conference about how he was sick, sick and tired of always being in rehab for the last four years. And, you know, they just mentally wore him out. And it seems like Andrew Lux is just mentally done and um, unfortunately made the decision, you know, to step away from the, from football. And that's such a hard decision, I know, for Luck and I know you were talking off air. Derek and Andrew are here with me, and we were just talking about, man, how how hard that is um, to see a guy like Andrew Luck in tears, literally because he's so torn because he's such a competitor, right? He loves this game so much, and yet, you know, he knows that what he needs to do, and he knows that he needs to fully be mentally there and and everything um, to be the best quarterback he can for the team, and just realizing that. He can't right now, um, and that's just very, very hard for a guy as talented as Luck, and as much as he means to this Colts organization and to this Colts team, um, who has built their team. I mean, you build your team around the star quarterback, and for a star quarterback to retire two weeks out, I mean, obviously it's very, very n- not ideal. And so, um, yeah, before we get into we wanted to really just dedicate this podcast first off. You know, we don't have any animosity towards Andrew Luck. Uh, we just want to say thank you to Luck for the seven years that he devoted and poured his heart and soul into the Colts organization because, man, he, he took some hits. He took a lot of hits. He took a beating in those first year, first four or five years of his career, and it just unfortunately added up. And, and you know, he poured his heart and his soul. I mean, he led the Colts to – he played in 86 games for the Colts. And when this is – I'm reading here from our tweet uh, that we posted the other – last night just – you know, Andrew Luck played 86 games, 23,000 yards, 171 touchdowns, 53 regular season wins, four postseason wins, 16 fourth quarter comebacks, and 20 game winning drives. Like, man. And he did that early in his career, really, with no roster around him. And ultimately, I think that is a big factor, unfortunately, into why he is retiring because he just didn't have that supporting cast around him. And he is just. You know, just mentally done rehabbing. It's just hard. It's just hard for him now. And so, um, I wanted to first off before we de- before we start talking about more about just thanking Andrew Luck. I wanted to get both Derek and Andrew's reactions to this news. So, um, Andrew, we'll start with you, and then Derek, you can go after Andrew. So, what what are your guys's first takes and thoughts? And I know emotions are high right now, so it's hard to stay level headed. But Andrew, I man, just. Uh, Give us your thoughts, dude. Uh, it's, it's, as you said, Cody, it's still fresh. Uh, reality hasn't really set in for me. And uh, I, can, I can say this with with my entire heart and being, if you will. Uh, there will never be somebody like Andrew Luck again, uh, whether that's on the football field or off the football field. What he brought to the city of, city of Indianapolis uh, on game days, what he brought to the children of Riley Hospital, uh, the different activities that he participated in off the field. Uh, this guy was pure. I mean, he was the definition of class. And it's, it's like, it's, 
mean, like you said, it's it's fresh, it's it's raw. I I still reality hasn't set in. Uh, it's hard to believe that, like you said, two weeks out into the regular season, that our our franchise quarterback, who so many of us had high hopes for going into this season after what he did last season, you know, thirty nine touchdowns over four thousand yards, a playoff win against you know, division rival Houston Texans, that he would choose to uh, choose to retire. And you know, ultimately, I'll say this too. I think. Andrew Luck, you know, I, I mentioned this on previous podcast when we were discussing his injury um, to the ankle. I said he knows his body best and he knows what's best for him. And uh, unfortunately, um, I'm, I say that again now, he, he knows what's best for him. And if he thinks um, that hanging it up and leaving the Colts organization is, is what's best for his long-term health and success uh, as a productive member of, of society, if you will, then, you know, um, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I it is one of those things, you know, I, I kind of did a video earlier, uh, I did it a video the morning after this story broke out, kind of saying how, you know how my feelings are, what, what everything about Andrew Luck. So if you haven't seen that, go on Twitter. You'll see that for sure. Um, the, the the problem with it is, is that, you know, like Andrew said, he knows his body best. And there's no right or wrong way to do something like this. There's only his way or no one's way. And unfortunately – when you're when when you play a sport and then you lose love for the game, you can never truly enjoy what you do, and you can never truly play to your full potential with not having your full heart into what you're doing. So as much as us Colts fans don't like hearing it, and we'll go more in depth of like what Andrew Luck has done in this week for sure. We'll talk a lot more about, you know, other, what the team's going to do and everything. Again, like Andrew said, this, this guy has been nothing but a class act. And the only crummy part is, is that, you know, how long has he contemplated making this move? And, I'll talk a little bit more about uh, the circumstances of the retirement announcement in a podcast later on, but I was so hurt when I saw this news. I didn't want to believe it. I still don't want to believe it. And as much as it kills me inside, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, why do you care so much? You know, it, it's just football. It's just a one player. Yeah, but when you invest your time, like all of us do, we all, each three of us here spend hours and hours every week watching football. We've grown up loving football. It's something that has given us happiness and joy. And when you have something like that, when something happens that you don't like, it tends to make you feel as if something was ripped out of you. And this, this ripped the heart right out of me. And I, I feel so terrible because 
you know, how did it get so bad to the point where Andrew Luck felt as if he couldn't mentally take it anymore and he didn't love the game of football anymore? How hard is that to to believe that, you know, somebody who has played this game his entire life and just one day decides can't do it anymore? You know, it's sad. It really is. And yeah, this story is still fresh. It's still only a day out. It's not something that's going to happen overnight for Colts fans to get over. This is going to take a couple weeks, months, maybe the whole year to get over. But the one thing I'll say again about Andrew Luck, there's not a guy on the face, there's not a guy or girl on the face of this earth that would, that would want any other quarterback other than Andrew Luck, not because of just his ability to play football, but what he is as a person. I've never seen another person that has lived such potential and has tried to inspire others over his own happiness. And uh, there was a video the other week of, you know, him uh, like two weeks ago when most think he already had the uh, decision made whether or not he wanted to retire or not. Uh, He still found a way to make other people happy, even though he was in pain. To know for four years he was in that kind of pain and still wanted to make other people happy it's it's really refreshing, and I'm glad I had this guy as a quarterback for seven years with all the stats and the great stories. He pretty much adopted the nice guy mentality in football that we see today. And uh, it's, it is it is a gut punch. It really is. It's a gut punch to me and every other Colts fan out here that, you know, really – wanted to see this guy succeed for at least the next five years. Um, really all I got right now, I just want to say again, thank you to Andrew. I, I really hope this isn't the end that we see, but if it is truly the end that we see here, I, I'm really thankful for everything you did for us. Yeah. Andrew Luck is a gold standard for a human being and, Man, it hurts, you know, to see, and this is something that Andrew Luck talked about in his press conference about, you know, when back, I think, years ago, I think 2016, when he played injured, right, and he told himself, he vowed to himself, I will never do that again. And now, you know, with the, with the obviously, the calf and then the ankle, and it just, he still said he's in pain and all this stuff. It just hurts to see a guy like that with such a great character like Andrew Luck, who took such a beating for so many years because of an incompetence in the organization that couldn't protect him. You know, he led his team to an AFC championship with a team that should have won four games. And it's just, it's hard to see now that he finally has a team around him that is too late. The toll, the damage has been done. It's taken its toll on him mentally and physically and everything. And it's just hard as a fan. You know, I try to, I always try to make this podcast really, you know, I try not to include, I'm a Colts fan, but I try not to include my fandom into this, but I think it's almost impossible 
to do that. When you see a guy like Andrew Luck, you know, you watch him be drafted. You watch every single game of him pouring his heart and his soul out to his team every single day when his freaking owner wouldn't even (laughs) fire the GM that wouldn't protect him. And I'm sorry, I'm going to go up on a rant here, but I love Andrew Luck so much because he did so much for this organization and the organization didn't pay him back until it was too late. And that hurts. That really hurts a lot. And I know people say it's a game, and I get that. I understand that it's not life. But like you said, Derek, like we invest our time, our energy into watching football, into watching Andrew Luck, into watching the Colts. And also, we take time to research. We take time to do things like this. Like The reason why, I think we, I can speak for all three of us here, a big reason why we're here and we're doing this podcast is because of Andrew Luck and what he has done for this Colts organization And so it just hurts to see that now and just to see Andrew Luck as a shell of himself, right? You know, where last year I know he even contemplated retirement. And But saying that, I I had to smile when Andrew Luck, you know, was saying last year when the Colts were on that win streak in November and December, it was the happiest time of his life. And, man, I, I don't have words to just describe how happy that made me to hear that from Andrew Luck. But it hurts, man. It really hurts. It hurts to see such a good guy like Andrew Luck, who is the gold standard for a human being and the gold standard for a teammate, to have that happen to him. Because he's such a good person and such a good player and such a good teammate. And it hurts, man. It really hurts. And so, um, I, yeah, we just want to say Andrew Luck to Andrew Luck, man. You know, I know, and we, Andrew, you might want to address us a little bit more, but, you know, with the Colts fans who were booing Andrew Luck yesterday at the game, and I know, you know, this is something, Andrew, I'll let you talk about, but to those people who were booing Andrew Luck, he doesn't owe you anything. He does not owe you one single thing. This guy was a guy who played through injuries for four freaking years because he loved this team so much and he wanted to help this team so much. And now he's looking out for himself, and he needs to do that. He needed to do that from the beginning, and now he's figuring it out. And, I, man, Andrew Luck does not owe anybody anything. He has done everything that he can, and I fully support Andrew Luck 100%. So, Andrew, take away your thoughts on the booing. Uh, you're absolutely right, Cody. I, I agree with you 100% what you just said. Uh, Andrew Luck owes nobody any sort of explanation as to why he made the decision that he did uh, regarding the fans that were booing uh, luck as he left the field yesterday as the news broke during the game uh, there is this there's this false narrative if you will that is out there in the media there's a video on twitter several videos actually and one of them's got like six seven million views and it's of uh, like I said, it's of the fans booing Luck as he's as he's walking off the field uh, for what seems to be the last time, unfortunately. And like I said, this false narrative was created that every single Colts fan is a horrible person, and they all hate Andrew Luck. And I, I've seen some comments say that we don't deserve another solid quarterback for another twenty five years. Let me be very very clear. I think I speak for all three of us when I say this. Every Colts fan yesterday was was hurt we all felt some form of emotion whether it was sadness anger resentment whatever you want to call it but deep down we all 
loved Andrew Luck. We all loved the person that he was. We all loved what he brought to the field. As Cody mentioned, this was somebody that brought everything he had on game day. He left it all out on the field, uh, unfortunately, uh, quite literally, with some of the injuries that he sustained. And I just want to say that for the two to 3,000 people that were there yesterday that booed him, I just really hope that you take some time to maybe self-reflect a little bit um, and just really realize that, as Cody had mentioned, Andrew Luck was only looking out for himself. He was doing what he felt was best for him and his family and his future going forward. And to those people that have the narrative of every Colts fan is now a horrible person because of the two to 3,000 people that booed, I guarantee you the 70 to 80 to 100,000 people that love Andrew Luck and love this Colts organization uh, can say with, with complete confidence that that is not acceptable and that is not something that they would have uh, participated in. And on behalf of uh, Cody, myself, and Derek, and the other 70,000-plus you know, Colts fans, uh, we apologize to you, Andrew, and we thank you for everything that you've brought to this organization over the past seven years. Yeah, I mean, for for anyone that did boo, I, I really hope you reevaluate what you did. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and say Andrew Luck has nothing uh, to to do with any of this. Obviously, we have all seen there were several times when Andrew Luck uh, forced things when it came to his injuries, and you know did things that obviously. Uh, didn't put him on the right path for his uh, mental and physical health. He's obviously got a little bit of blame in that. But again, we'll, we'll discuss, you know, the narratives of everything uh, in a later date. I'm not going to sit here and go through the semantics on that. I'm not going to do that. But I don't, I, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, it, it, this is crazy. I, I, I really hope this guy finds peace and whatever it is that he does. Um, and, and I hope that everyone can kind of just understand what Andrew Luck was going through all this time. And, and he never really fit the narrative of the kind of quarterback that everybody want, that everybody thinks should have been around, but he was the quarterback that everybody deep down wanted and everybody respected because of what he was able to do. And the injuries that he suffered, and we, we don't know what it's like. We don't know what it's like. We can't step in his shoes and do what he does. But, again, like I said before, it's, it's his decision. Only he knows. I, I, don't, <laughs> I know I'm rambling here. I know I kind of I just don't know what much else to say at the moment. I'll be more prepared when I get a little bit more time to kind of break everything down and kind of just know what to say after that. But uh, yeah, Andrew, again, thank you for being a model citizen. Thank you for being the, the, the quarterback that any team would be thankful to have. Uh, again, I, I'm just so happy that for these seven years you had uh you had the ability to bring so many great things to this Colts organization. And 
and this is kind of like, you know, people that were, I'll kind of use this as a, uh, pretty much a Jesus reference here. You know, Jesus was sent to die on the cross and, uh, Jesus knew he didn't have to do it, but he did it because he knew it was for the greater good of himself and everyone else around him. And the people who, you know, protested him on the way to him being crucified. He was beaten. He was shouted at. He was made fun of everything. And that, and that's what he had to take with him until he was finally killed. And it's the exact same way with Andrew Luck. Luck is making this decision for himself and for others. And he's going to get yelled at. He's going to get made fun of until he's gone. And then everyone realizes what an empty hole it can be. But Luck knew what he was doing. He was able to do it all this time. And to still get booed and still love the city of Indianapolis the way that he does. He calls it home for a reason. He and his wife are proud to be a part of Indy. And Indy is proud to have him. It, it's a very, very sad day. Might be one of the saddest moments in Indianapolis Colts history. Uh, again, the only thing we can do now at this point is take this for what it is. And we move on and we continue to either uh, pray that this might not be the last of Andrew Luck that we see, but if it is, again, I'm really hoping, Andrew, you find peace in whatever it is that you do, and I really hope that you'll continue to uh, help this Colts team in whatever way you can, even if it just means showing up. And another thing right before I let it go again, um, Andrew Luck's press conference, when he talked about Jacoby Brissett, uh, the, the, that's what amazes me about Andrew is that even in the most emotional moment of his life, he had to, he had the ability and the consciousness to be able to talk about Jacoby Brissett and say that this team is going to stay at a level that is competitive because of Jacoby Brissett, even quoting that he was jealous of Jacoby because Jacoby got to play the 2017 season when he did it because of his shoulder and just being able to know what Jacoby Brissett's like and what he brings to this team, both on and off the field saying that this team's going to be all right because the foundation's there Jacoby Brissett's there. This team is going to be okay. Just goes to show you the character that this guy has, even in the biggest moment in, what seems to be one of the biggest sports moments of this year of early retirement, he found, he found a way to make it better and give Jacoby Brissett that one little moment to remind us Colts fans in the media that Jacoby Brissett is there and ready to go for us. So again, another great thing by Andrew Luck there. Yeah. You guys said it really well. I think, um, I think to end this podcast, I want to end it on a light note. I want to end it on a positive note. I, you know, I try to be positive in everything that I do. 
Um, I try to do that on, you know, looking on the bright side of things in life and um, also, I try to do it on my social media. I hope I hope that that's something that my listeners know about me is that I try to do that because I, I'd like to see the bright side of every situation. And so I want to end it on a bright note. I want to end this podcast on a bright note. I don't want to be all doom and gloom. Um, I want to look at favorite Andrew Luck moments. And I'll start with my favorite Andrew Luck moment because I, and I want to take one that I don't know if a lot of fans remember, but when I talk about it, a lot of fans will remember it um, because it was lost in the lore of just everything that happened in that magical 2012 Colts season. Uh, But definitely mine was a game that I was watching. I remember exactly where I was. I was at home. I was a sophomore, I believe in high school at that point. I was watch sophomore junior in high school. I remember. And I was watching yeah, I was watching the Colts versus Lions game. And the Colts were down big, right? Like Megatron was destroying the Colts. They were down by a lot of points. And then all of a sudden, this quarterback, this rookie quarterback, leads them on this comeback. And I'll never forget this play of Andrew Luck's career. Like, this is my favorite play of Andrew Luck's career. And I know there's a lot of plays, but this one I think is really underrated. So I remember he's rolling out to his left. He's under pressure. He throws on the run, rolling out to his left to LeVon Brazil, and that gave the Colts the spark to win that game. And then obviously through the touchdown winning pass to Donnie Avery and the Colts won and they came behind. But that just kind of shows me the character of Andrew Luck. And that really set the tone, I think, on a lot of ways for that Colts season. And no matter how much we're down, no matter how much, you know, how bad the team is, the team always has a chance because Andrew Luck is under center. And that was just an incredible moment for me to watch and just idolize a guy like Andrew Luck to be like, how in the world did he do that? And it's because he was a generational player and a generational teammate and a high IQ guy, high EQ guy. He he understood what it took to be a leader. And he led by his example every single Sunday. And that's just one of my many, many amazing moments of watching Andrew Luck play. So what are your guys is Andrew and then Derek, what are your favorite moments from Andrew Luck's career? Um, I, I got to go with one that I think a lot of Colts fans are going to remember. Uh, I was at home with my dad uh, and we were sitting in our living room and this was the 2013 home playoff game against the Kansas city chiefs. Uh, and we were just, I just remember one play in particular, and it wasn't the Andrew Luck T.Y. Hilton deep ball to give the Colts the lead. It was one play where we were on the goal line, where I think we were still down, maybe 14 points, and Andrew Luck gives the uh, gives a handoff to Donald Brown, and he fumbles the ball, and Andrew Luck has the self-awareness to pick up the ball and leap over an offensive lineman and score a touchdown. And in that moment, I knew, my dad and I knew, my family knew, Colts Nation knew that there was something different about Andrew Luck. There there just was. This wasn't an ordinary cat, if you will. Uh, This was a football fanatic, like Cody said, with a high IQ. He knew how to be a leader. And that, I mean, that's just one of many, many, many uh, of my favorite plays from Andrew Luck's time in Indianapolis. Yeah, this guy just gave us this guy gave us so many amazing plays. It's hard to put into a favorite moment. Um, 
think two moments that stand out to me. Everyone knows when we played the Bengals several years ago, Dante Moncrief was still on the team. Uh, the the on-the-run throw from when Andrew was escaping the pocket, being tackled by two guys, launching a 45-yard pass to Dante Moncrief in double coverage, on the run, placed it perfectly in the corner of the end zone for him. That's the greatest touchdown throw I think I've ever seen. And it's amazing just to look back and see it. Um, And I know I already said this in a podcast a couple of weeks back uh, when we were talking about our favorite Colts moments from, you know, the last few seasons. And I'll I'll say it again. uh, When the Colts came back against the Chiefs, I was gone from – Watching that game after ha- when halftime came around, I left my house to go watch a basketball game at my high school. And just in the middle of the game, get a text from my dad saying that the Colts won. I, I could not believe it. I thought he was lying to me. And then to see that pop up on my screen. It was incredible. I stayed up all night long watching every down, wondering how in the world did this guy lead this team back from being down 28 points. And not to mention, he told Pagano, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go out of it like this with my tail between my legs. I'm not going to do it. It, it. This just can't end this way. And just to see that just makes it amazing to me. And those are the moments that really stand out to me as Andrew Luck. I mean, no matter what the bad situation was, this guy never had a shred of doubt that he couldn't get them back in the game. And that is what's special. And that is why he was able to make all these comeback victories. That is why Andrew Luck uh, is so great to me. Yeah. Thanks guys for sharing your stories and your thoughts on Andrew Luck and I just wanted to wrap up this podcast by saying obviously I don't know I don't think Andrew will listen to this podcast but Andrew in the off chance that you do man we appreciate you so much for what you've done for this Colts organization from taking a 2-14 and 14 team to the playoffs in only one year from lead, from having some of the best Colts games that I've ever watched some of the greatest comebacks I've ever watched in football and just being an all-around good guy, a good man, a good leader, a good husband, a good father. We just want to say, Andrew, thank you. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for all you've done for this city. Thank you for the countless memories. We will never forget you. And again, we say thank you.